everybody. On this episode of Box Office Breakdown, the master of the mystic arc takes the top of the box office for the second week in a row. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. This is the show that breaks down the box office from the weekend that was, and then we like to... Prognosticate. Prognosticate. Oh, Richie's guy's a little slow on the draw here today. <laughs> well, <laughs> About we the don't box have quins in like super enthusiasm yes. to say it, so we're just... We don't have Prognosticate. Plan on 10. Yeah. <laughs> the enthusiasm is underwhelming in the show. I can't wait. I can't wait to do this. Oops. Uh, but you can follow me. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. My name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And we are watching you guys in the chat. So if you want to chime in, feel free to talk with us. And you guys can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. Woo! And our fourth Quinn, she is away for the next couple weeks, so we will just have to carry on in her stead. We'll follow her uh. on Clap Chat. Yeah, that's right. We'll make bets for her. Quinn <laughs> Skillion. <laughs> that's her Twitter name, Quinn Skillion. In fact, folks, if you want to stay connected with us on social media here, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and as Carrie mentioned, we have the chat up and running, so hop in, share your thoughts about the box office uh, this past weekend, movies in general, or anything you're thinking about for this upcoming weekend. We see you. Also, see hashtag you. box office breakdown. We've used that for articles or uh, further discussion that we are not able to fully get in depth here. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also hashtag uh, Sleepy Richie, too. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we can do that, too. Yes. <laughs> so let's just jump right into it, folks. Our top five from last week. Uh, coming in at number one, no surprise, Doctor Strange holding strong at the box office came in with another $42.9 million. Yeah, not surprised. Mm. Richie Sky, you still have not seen it yet. Are you excited, I'm though? Not, I'm still, what? I'm, Mr. Marvel I'm movie? I'm still on my media fast, yes. but I'll be back at it soon. Mm. Where has your enthusiasm diminished at all for this film? Oh, oh hell no. no. I still want to okay. see this. <laughs> okay. so I might actually see it twice if it's good. Your media fast ends. What's the first film you're going to see? It's either going to be Doctor Strange or it's going to be Inferno. Wait, for reals? For reals. You're like, you like breathe superhero movies. I do, and you're like, I well, do. Well, you know, that might but, not be first. But I read a lot of Dan Brown books, so I'm really always oh, excited okay, when okay. he has a new movie out. Yeah, but I can't okay. believe Doctor Strange wouldn't be your number one, man. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, as much as you love Dan Brown, I can't imagine. Well, like, I was trying to go in order. You know what I mean? Like, the order in which they came out. The order in which I missed them, I'm trying well, to see them. Fair you might enough, miss something. because, exactly, Dr. Strange will be there for a while. See? Inferno, you and might run right out of top. time. Yes. All right. Uh, but, no, it, uh, I mean, how can you not? Boy, we're going to see him next in, uh, at least a little bit, in the next Thor film. And then in Avengers Infinity War, the part one. So we'll oh, be he's really going to be in the next Thor film? Just for a little bit. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Dude. That's what you're saying. Stay through the credits. Okay. Talk about it. There you go. Okay. Uh, coming at number two, though. Uh, oh, boy. I uh, called that one, too, I think. Yeah, trolls. Yeah. Staying trolls. strong, yeah. I think uh, if they're another $34.9 million. Family Joy. movies, man. Joy. It's still, oof, yeah. It's still not a great family movie, guys. Yeah, but it's family movies. It's kids' movies. They always get good numbers. Yeah, but I think you can do a you can do a good family movie. You and they're backed by oh, Justin Timberlake. Not, we're not yes. really arguing that. It's more but the in terms of if the box it's office. one of the only ones in theaters right now. Yeah, it's 
probably gonna. But it's a movie that's backed by Justin Timberlake. That too. And that song was out for so long. That song was out this summer, like spring, summer actually. It was a good callback, so people were like, "Oh yeah, that thing." Mm -hmm. That song was at the top of the charts Mm -hmm. for a while. (laughs) Yes. Uh, number three, we've got our first new entry in our top five. We've got uh, Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner's and Forrest Whitaker's new film, The Arrival, coming in at number three from Paramount, $24 million. Uh, did anybody just mistakenly go see this movie? I want to actually go see because I've heard really good word of mouth about it. Mistakenly? Well, listen, last Ooh, time ouch. Frank actually went and saw a movie before he had to see it, so I just wanted oh. to know if we had another case of someone just going to the movies just because they were so excited that they had to see this movie. Well, I wasn't because I was I so was excited. expecting you to go see it. I didn't really see any movies this weekend. <laughs> okay. I know. What? I was doing so good. And this weekend was like... <laughs> Real life interfered a little bit. Yes. Just a little bit this time. Uh, no, there was one I wanted to check out. But you know how like certain movies, you're just not in the mood for it? And you, I don't know. I've had it where if you're just not in the mode to watch a certain kind of movie, you're just inherently not going to... Yeah. You know, like, that's why if you're in, like, a... I, okay, like, I had it one time with my friends. We rented, like, these classic, amazing, great films, but we were just in a giggly, like, whimsical mode. Didn't like any of them, and then we watched, like, Sex in the City. We're like, perfect! That's exactly what we were looking for. I can understand so, that. Yeah, I, I just didn't love quite Sex in the get city. into it. It's a really good Don't, show. don't be secret about it, Richie right, Sky. It's yes. no secret now. Shout out from the rooftops. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say but, that I love that you have some great movie-going friends... Like, every time I hear a story, you're like, me and my friends watch this movie. Or, and it's not just the one movie. It's like the marathon of movies. And I'm oh. like, dude, I'm, like, hanging out with the wrong people. Because I feel uh, like... I do <laughs> movie marathons. Uh, most of my parties are films showing people that they've never heard about I it. But that. it's amazing. So, I do that. I absolutely I do bomb that. good movie I nights, I think Richie's I trying to subtly get his... Do you want to come to my movie parties? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, or it's movie and food. I do that a lot, too. Well, you know. That's true. She did that I for birthday. I cannot resist yeah. food. There you go. Uh, now, in fact, uh, the rival, as Rich you guys about being so enthusiastic mentioning, mm-hmm. or my my excitement of seeing trolls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't think I'd need to see that. But uh, did you guys see anything this weekend? I did not, unfortunately. I saw nothing. All right. But I'm already excited <laughs> yeah. for what we got coming up this weekend, which we'll talk about in a yes. moment. But uh, the rival was the subject of our uh, box office bet for this past weekend. Yep. So uh, made twenty four million dollars. Uh, Quinn and I both bet eighteen million dollars. Carrie bet twenty eight. Richie Sky. Thirty-four point three million. I don't recall saying that number. It is right here. Well, it's video proof, sir. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. So, Richie Sky, uh, you will be seeing the arrival, but I think you'll enjoy I, it. I've only heard good stuff. Yeah, like my I've friends always, who've seen yes. it on Facebook are just like it, it was better than. Like, they didn't know what to really expect from it, and they really enjoyed it. And, and uh, I, I've been told that uh, you know, be prepared to cry at the end, in good, in a good way. So, okay. yeah, have a nice little cry. Be very cathartic experience for you, Richie Sky. I'm cry. actually I'm excited about it too, so I'm still going to go see this film. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm yeah. going to see it. I just oh, okay, to it. great. My enthusiasm level just rose. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> what a sincere comment by DJ Richie Sky. Thanks, mm. buddy. Uh, no you problem. know, actually, uh, iTunes is doing a sale this uh, this past weekend for Contact, and I feel like without having seen Arrival, not knowing much about it, but I feel Mary uh, tonally very kind of similar. I enjoy Contact. Or it's Close Encounters. Yeah, you know it's. Meeting aliens. That was the other. I mean, I'm not against seeing it, but that is kind of like it's another alien one, and it's a similar-ish. But I think they're going to take it another direction. That's why I'm curious. 
Should be interesting. Yes. Come on, Richie Saga, get excited there. Oh, congratulations. Yes, Star Drew. I thought I won too, but <laughs> no, apparently you were the I didn't. furthest away. Yes, uh, Star Drew. I... It is whoever's the furthest away from the actual total needs I'm, to see it. I'm gonna demand Even if you're recount. over or under, they, who is who is whoever is farthest away. Media Shock says he wasn't feeling it. Uh, <laughs> Scott Patterson there in the chat says Arrival is an intelligent sci-fi psychological film. Cool. All right, Scott. Okay. Good way to describe it. I Look like at it. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, coming in at number four, we have another new entry in the top five, Almost Christmas. Okay, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Can we not have Christmas stuff? Well, that's why they said almost. I know. <laughs> but still. It's I like... actually thought that this was going to do a lot better than it did. Okay. I mean, I was expecting it to almost pull in those Medea numbers. Yeah, you know. Oh, I'm right? kind of shocked that it didn't, especially with that. Many, There's a lot of people in it, right? Like, just at least somewhat stars in that movie. Right. Hmm. But, you know, I mean, I mean, the biggest name that they really pushing was Danny, Danny Glover. And, yeah, I yeah, love Danny Glover, but still, he's not my first. Not, unless it's an Lethal Weapon movie, and even if there's a Lethal Weapon movie now with Danny Glover, I, mean, I don't know if I'd be that jazz. but. There's so many more people in that movie to highlight. I just don't mm-hmm, think that Danny mm-hmm. Glover was the one to do it in this day and age. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it only made $15.1 million. So. I think that's not good. That's I, yeah. I kind of ones. You're like, eh. I'd be really curious to see how it does At least they week. got double digits. We have seen some movies sadly be in the top five and they're not double digit. And you're like, oh, I want to say yeah. maybe it will do better on like the week of Thanksgiving. Yes. It feels like a family holiday movie yeah. thing that's yeah. like a little early. Mm-hmm. Like they should have yeah. pushed it back a little bit. It, yeah. it, it could have came out, I think, on Thanksgiving. Or early December. That's mm-hmm. true. Like yeah. very beginning of December. Because I think, I that think would... Thanksgiving is kind of like a movie going holiday. Yes. I like to go yep. to the movies on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you think Fantastic Beasts and Mo- Moana, uh, two yeah. other films, this is a nice kind Those of thing. Those are going for that. holidays. Yeah. 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 It's like, hey, yeah, let's go. Why don't we throw that out there? So, yeah, I agree. Maybe if they'd have mm-hmm. delayed it a week, it would have been a little bit better. Yeah. But it may have some staying power. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how it does. Uh, coming in number five, though, Mel Gibson's film with Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge from Lion Gate, uh, $10.6 million. Only down 30%. That's actually not that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think I've seen this more is what, week good. Two? Pardon? Is this week two? I think week so. Week two, yep. yep. Oh. I've been hearing uh, more positive than negative comments about it. So That's interesting. Usually week two is about 50%, right? Uh, let's see. Almost yeah, well, Christmas. Nor- yeah, normally the second week it's like 50%. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, chat room saying that uh, Almost Christmas looks like a Hallmark Channel. Looks like it's a Hallmark Channel movie, and the budget was only about 17 Well, that's so, not bad. if I you mean, made 15 in your opening weekend, you're pretty solid. Yeah. I and, mean, I'm uh, thinking all of these people in that movie, they must have been paid $1,000 each. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Glover? Danny Glover's not just kidding. Uh, he doesn't do your movie for $1,000. I'm not mad at Get it. I mean, here. sometimes you can... You gotta, it's a donation. You gotta, <laughs> sometimes you, get, you gotta make those coins. Yeah. But I guess as it brings up, as we're getting closer to the holidays, what do you want in a Christmas film? Do you want more of like a, a family comedy? Do you want more of like an action, like a lethal weapon or a diehard? What I, I want a National Lampoon's Christmas. Okay. okay. So you want like or, comedy and family. What, oh, my God. There was a, it, was, it wasn't a scary movie. It was kind of like a horror movie that came out around last Christmas time, and it was about Christmas. Krampus. Krampus. That was so good. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> what I want. That is what I want this Christmas. All Krampus right. too. Krampus. Uh, you may be uh, the only person that said that phrase ever in the entire oh. world. <laughs> I loved it. It I, was such gleeful fun. I thought you would love that, Carrie. I, I liked it. I'm actually, hold on, like, I'm double-checking the name on another It was slightly campy, but it was so, it was it was novel. It was original. Okay, no, no, no. The one I like is uh, a foreign film called Rare Exports. And that's a 
horror Christmas movie. It's so good. If you guys, at, yeah, in the chat and comments, exports. have you guys seen Rare Exports? I it's will have to look so that up. good. It's yeah, because it's it's dark and it's violent and it's oh, oh my. fun way to do a Christmas movie. I, no, I was gonna say I remember seeing Snakes on a Plane as a family film uh, at the holidays. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> but you know what? It was I love one of that those movie. Ahead of it, time going in, you're like. WTF and like this is gonna be so stupid and then you watch it and like that was actually really good they had, it was really a, good, really they had good a good movie. explanation yeah. like, alright I can go with that yeah. uh, I would I would say for my holiday movies uh, things that are kind of more on the epic side like not not slice of life like the Fantastic Beasts is kind of like in that realm like something Lord of the Rings li- larger than life yeah or I do love those movies too and then certain family I can't get them to see animated so I'm like fine I won't go with you what about you, Frank? I don't know. At first, if I'm looking just specifically a holiday film around that time, I you know I I think I lean more towards I want to see like a Lethal Weapon or a Die Hard, some really kind of cool action. Yes, it's happening around the holiday time. That's mm-hmm. always cool. You know, if I can see you know uh, uh, you know just a couple guys fighting outside somebody's front lawn while the mm-hmm. uh, fire hydrant blows water all over mm-hmm. them, you know that's uh, Gary Busey, Mel Gibson. That's all I need. Hey. Okay, um, I can dig it. Maybe it depends also what family you're seeing it with. I, I, I see my movie. <laughs> are we so talking well. about. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. It's <laughs> yes. like holiday movie. Are you seeing yourself, your friends, and depending on what that's family, right. it makes yeah. a big difference. That's right. Usually, well, I, as I it is cuffing season, you should take a day. Oh, all right, uh, guys. Uh, and then looking at the chat, it's rare, like, are, uh, rare. hard to find. Not rare. Yeah. Rare, like, yeah, hard to find it. Uh, uh, Sky Patterson, Richie Sky's uh, number one fan. Thought that Hacksaw Ridge did okay at the box office. Hi, Sky. It's not yeah. bad, yeah. But he says we also really go. Uh, and Alvin says we should all really go watch Hacksaw Ridge if you like war films. Uh, it's one of those I'll probably see it. I, I like. Yeah, but I agree. Historical. Like, are you going to see? It but because, you need to be in the mood for that. Are you going to see it because there's buzz, or are you just going to see it because it's just? I like looks epics good. and based on true story movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is our top five right there. Uh, but uh, speaking of international numbers, though, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange, again, remained at the top of the international box office for the third week in a row internationally. Even though it's been two weeks here, it had a jump by a week internationally. It's now got almost $500 million in worldwide returns. The uh, offshore total is $339.6 million and uh, with 492.6 globally. And it's the 14th Marvel movie. Uh, and it's, re- uh, it's running above top competitors like uh, Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy on an overseas basis. And it just needs $520 million wor- uh, worldwide to squish Ant-Man. Hmm. Uh, the, por- uh, the uh, offshore portion, 33.9, means that uh, Doctor Strange has already topped uh, over the international domestic gross of the Hulk at 129. Cap, the first one, uh, the first Avenger, 194. Iron Man at 266. Wow. Thor 268, Iron Man 2 at 310, and Ant-Man at 339. I was really surprised that as I was reading, going through that list, like that Ant-Man would have had the top out of those five. Yes. I just love that you just read all of those Marvel movies in the same paragraph. <laughs> and uh, you know, there you go. There, there was also uh, mm-hmm. what uh, six, uh, eight other films that I didn't even mention. Mm-hmm. And that's there. <laughs> uh, now I was talking about the arrival, the winner of our box office bet. There, uh, it, the overseas total was just 10.2 million. So, not uh, dazzling numbers, well, well. but uh, we'll see what happens. Well, it's an interesting one because most American alien movies are, like, action-y, like the way the trailer shows them. This yeah. one is more, like, an intellectual one. So, like, it's a different approach. So, I think that maybe affects why overseas are like, oh, well. But then that might be intriguing because <laughs> it's not like all the other ones. 
<laughs> no, you know. are Richie's not. You're deep, like, no. Richie's guy had a deep sigh in that comment. I don't know. You know, when I saw the preview, I was sitting there thinking to myself, okay, we're, when are we going to get to the good part? When are we going to... He uh, wants the action. I, I want some action. Where's the aliens doing crazy stuff? I want stuff. some alien action. So if, the, if you had oh, to walk you know? in the theater... <laughs> and you had to choose between the arrival and Independence Day 2 Resurrection. Not even a question. We're going to ID4-2. I'll just go see the new movie because I saw that movie was that movie was oh my god no okay you go see the arrival instead yeah okay but you want the big action right I do want some action but I just want it to be good okay you know mm-hmm. like I felt like the arrival gave me no action in the preview Independence Day gave me all this action in the preview and no movie okay. I'd rather a movie then. <laughs> yeah, all right, very true. Uh, now, uh, Trolls, uh, boy, here we go. It got another $18.3 million in 68 markets. It basically brings it up to $128.3 million. Mm-hmm. And uh, in notable holdovers there, Storks, my movie, Storks, guys. Yeah, can't get enough. $100 million uh, overseas there. This and is the movie that won't die. No, it won't, man. It's uh, I want to see Storks, too. I don't want to see... Trolls too. No more trolls, guys. Uh, the accountant got past fifty million dollars uh, internationally. So, yes, so that is our international news, and that's going to lead us into next week's box office as we start talking about the top five. Now, we always like to do an actor's look back on some of their their top five box office totals based on an actor that's going to be in an upcoming film. And I think the biggest film coming up this weekend is Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. and Where to Find Them. So mm-hmm. the star of that film, Eddie Redmayne, we thought we'd do a little look back about his box office success. In his, uh, in his career. And uh, a, a lot of smaller films. And then we, uh, of course, end with a nice big splash. But uh, coming in at number five for him, uh, The Theory of Everything came out in 2014, uh, $208,000. Ouch, that's actually I not that much. I have never seen it. I haven't seen it I either. didn't, but it's one of those, like, didn't it, did it win awards or was it buzzworthy, right? Didn't, is for award season? Isn't that what he won the he won the Academy Award for that? That's what I was, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I'm like that won an award. Yeah, uh, so I did not see that. Uh, did it, yeah. uh, it was number four for him. My week with Marilyn came mm. out in 2011. Uh, I opened up with four. Uh, excuse me, a 1.75 million dollars. Didn't see. Did that not one see that, but I would be interested in seeing it. I heard it yeah. is good. Uh, that's what I've heard. So I mean, I feel like uh, yeah, the uh, certainly uh, Jupiter Rising did not make this top, top five list. I did see that one, Eddie. I did see that. Uh, they coming in number three for him. The other Boylan girl uh, came out I from Sony. Like I saw I that, like but that I don't one. remember it. That was a good one. Two thousand eight, eight point two million dollars for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, <laughs> what am I kidding? Jupiter I was going to say Jupiter Descending. That, that was list. super cool movie. Whatever. That was, okay, so that was a movie I wanted to see, but I did not see it. Jupiter Descending. It's cool. Uh, it's what it's it's dopey it's dopey visually amazing and just go in for like uh you know ya fiction for uh sci-fi kind of idea sounds great uh, that's my kind of movie that's what i like to go <laughs> see on, so i was right. like yeah. so it's something i want to dive into yeah that is how ridiculous how, how terrible i am at this game or this show it's like i, I made this list and i totally blanked i'm jupiter ascending <laughs> was Aww. on this list uh it is uh, it came in at number two for him uh from warner brothers came out in 2015 last year uh 18.37 million dollars and that uh if you want to see channel tating uh, so play like half he's... man half half dog that's this is the movie oh. for you i've been waiting for that and jupiter Jupiter, yeah. He's very weird looking. Yeah, because he's, he's like bred by like part of a dog, bred, is part of his breed. Oh, his, yeah, the family and just... Yeah. 
Well, just how they did his makeup was an interesting twist. And he's an interesting looking in person in general. Yeah, it's just a very convoluted story. Mm. I don't know. I mean, there's some it's nice fun. visuals. It's mm. fun. Just go for the ride. No, if I had Calm to go see, if I want to see a Wachowski uh, a brother's film. Uh, well, sisters brother, now. Brother and sister. No, both sisters. No. Yes. They're both now? They both. No. Yes. Really? When yes. did that happen? I only Recently. The one. They both um, transitioned? Yeah, well, because when they did uh, Sense8, it was one, and now it's two. Really? I boy, I'm not up. On I my, mean, I'm I'm at 99. Sure. I love that they did that together. Wachowski brothers. It's very interesting. They both did it. That's, interesting. That's, that's, no, it's Wachowski we have sisters. Other. Yeah, sisters. Yes. There you go. Uh, but I'd rather watch Speed Racer. That right there. That's a fun, that myself is a fun film. Uh, but coming in number one, yes, uh, on the chat, uh, Adela. She guessed it correctly. Les Mis came out 2012. 27.28 million dollars. You they, know, did you guys see that one? I we we played Les this Mis, when I, I was in band when I, I was in did. high school, and none of us had a clue what we were playing. And then we were made to go see it in New York on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Still had not a clue what I was seeing. <laughs> Watched the movie version and still had not a clue what I was seeing. Oh well, look at that! All right, Lana just double check. Yeah, Lana and Lily Wachowski. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I, did you see it? I well, yeah. I mean, that that is. Uh, I love that musical, and I will cry like a baby anytime I watch it. And I felt like the film; it just didn't quite hit the way that I wanted. I it still to. love the music in it, though. The music's phenomenal. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I mean, the idea that they wanted to do is. Uh, very cool with the ideas. They're singing live and all mm-hmm. that to the tape. Yes. So they, the, the, all the way they made that happen. But I felt at some points that you felt like if you're doing it as a film, you should be able to make the scale much bigger. And I felt at times it it seemed very small. And like it very, was more like a stage production yeah, idea. Yeah, and I was like, why okay. are we doing this? If we're, okay. if we're making it a film, use that sense of uh, epicness that you can bring into the story. And I felt like at times it didn't, and it kind of frustrated me. I liked it. I had a lot of theater friends not happy with some of the actors that were chosen for their not singing abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Crowe? Yeah, that was one of the big ones. Where random. they're like, ah. So random. Like, they didn't necessarily yeah. think he was bad choice per, like, what the character is, but his singing, they were like, mm. I mean, it didn't bother me as Horrible much, but I'm not as, like, <laughs> a sensitive ear on it, but I watched it. Yeah. I liked I, it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you Jackman, I, yeah, I'm a big fan, so I enjoy him doing that stuff. I, I really wanted at the end, I just wanted to... I wanted to ball like a little baby, and I think I only got a little teary-eyed. That was it. Yeah. Didn't quite Sorry, get Frank. It's, Richie, <laughs> you need to open your heart a little bit more. Go see The Arrival. Maybe you'll cry then. I, I, I'm, I'm bringing my, my Kleenex. <laughs> there you go. My little crying towel. I'm ready to go. Uh, so that is our look back at Eddie Redmayne. Uh, excuse me, Eddie Redmayne. Uh, we're going to be doing our top five prediction for next week's box office. But we're also, after that, going to be doing our box office bet. And now we've got three films to choose from. Uh, coming up next this weekend, we have Bleed for This. with uh, uh, It's a boxing film. About uh, with uh, Miles Teller, everything. Where mm. uh, yeah, he gets uh, he gets um, paralyzed, I believe. So he's got a, re- a broken vertebrae. So he's got to kind of build himself mm. back up to head back into the ring. Uh, then we also have the Edge of Seventeen, uh, a comedy there with uh, uh, Woody Harrelson leading mm-hmm. the cast there. And then we have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them with our pal Eddie Renbane, the continuation of the Potterverse saga. There, a little prequel to our. Wizarding World mm-hmm. of Harry Potter. How are we choosing this? So we're going to let the chat start chiming in while we start doing our predictions for next week's top five films. So mm-hmm. again, we have Bleed for This, The Edge of Seventeen, and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So while you guys start chiming in the chat about how uh, which one you want to do our box office bet on, we'll start doing our top five for next week. 
boy. So we have those three amongst all our other top five from this past week. That's Doctor Strange, Trolls, yeah. Arrival, Almost Christmas, and Hacksaw Ridge. I know what I'm choosing. Ooh, Richie Sky coming out strong <laughs> out of the gate. Not really. <laughs> but I'm going to go for it. All right, let's see, let's see it. That's what I do. So number one, obviously, in 4,000 theaters with advertising all year is Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Number two is obviously Doctor Strange. Number three is obviously Trolls. Number four is going to be... I'm going to say Arrival because I have to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to go with actually... I'm... Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to make a wild guess and go with Bleed for this. I don't really know that it's going to make the top five, but that's what I'm choosing right now. Now, uh, Carrie, before we get into your top five, uh, of course, we have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Are you guys huge fans of the Harry Potter universe? Are you excited about this? You know, for me, it was always either Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. I felt like I could not get into both, and I was always a big Lord of the Rings person, so... But I am excited to see this movie. Uh, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but I, I've watched all the films. And when many of the earlier ones were coming out, I'd rewatch the ones prior to going to see it. Um, this one, since it's a completely different cast and like it's not the people you know, it's a, a different, you know, going into it feel. But it's the world that everybody knows and loves. So I'm with, uh, I'm on board. To, like I'll go see it, but I'm not freaking out. But I do know a lot of people are already. I'm curious because this is based on not a, not a novel, but a textbook of sorts of all these fantastic beasts uh, that are mm-hmm. written by the character of Newt. Uh, but you don't know anything about them. There's no personal information. So they've basically just constructed the story based on this idea, but no yeah. real novel to base it off on. And it's supposed to originally be three films. Now they've increased it to five. On wow. the one hand, you've got David Yates. That must be a great uh, story here. Directing Woo! all of them. Uh, but you're also going to start seeing it's. I don't know how much of it's going to be Newt's story and how much of it you're also. There's been talk where you're going to cast uh, Young Dumbledore. We're also going to see Johnny oh. Depp has uh, been cast as the, uh, the, the, so, uh, the wizard that Dumbledore defeats. I can't remember his name. Starts with a G. Apologies, all you Potter fans out there. Uh, but so there's already been kind of like, uh, well, usually it's a lot of British casting for all these parts, and now we're doing Johnny Depp. Uh, some kind of contentious kind of thoughts about that casting. I also, for part of me, like now that I know they're going to be adding in these backstories, which have been talked about a lot in the novels, but not so much in the films. Mm-hmm. I also wonder, like. It's almost like Star Wars. Like, you know about these stories. Like, you know about young uh, Anakin, and oh, as Obi-Wan tells Luke. Mm-hmm. But did you want to see those stories? Like, when you see the prequels, did you feel like, those are stories well, that I needed to see on screen? Or they could have been just fine, left as stories. If it's that, a great story. Yes. And then that's where it's the world that they've created, and how much do you want to revisit it? And learn more about it. Also, technically, Fantastic Beasts is a period piece, too. Yeah, it takes place uh, back, uh, I guess, in the 20s or so. I think it's And that makes like, yeah. it an interesting way to tackle it compared to, like, today. Yes, and it uh, also takes place in America. So you're seeing the yeah. American side mm-hmm. of wizardry, which mm-hmm. is a, a different Something aspect. New. Yes. Yeah. But I just don't know the general. And I guess after this first film, we'll still have a better idea of what the general direction is. But the idea of it being three and now five, and now we're tying in things that are kind of being, like, early stories that we've heard about from uh, the mm-hmm. Harry Potter novels. I'm kind of wondering exactly how... I feel like while it was two different th- stories in the same universe at very much of a distance, like you were saying, but now we're starting to see 
threads trying to connect them, and it's like, how much do I want to see those connections? Sure. Would I rather just have like a singular story? Takes place 60 years ago, and we're like, yep. okay, cool. All so, right. uh, yes, yeah, so Carrie. All right, I'm going to go uh, Fantastic Beasts for number one, two, Doctor Strange, three, you know, I'm going to say Trolls. I think they're going to hold on. Four, Arrival, and five, Edge of Seventeen. Mm. Ooh, interesting. Just that curveball at the end. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm like, why not? There, I've seen ads for that one for a while now. Like, I feel they did a not a lot of them, but they've done a long planted uh, campaign yeah. of it. You know that you've so maybe it's planted seeds of people wanting to go see it. <laughs> maybe. So Sky Patterson uh, hops in the chat. I know somebody else before that uh, gave me the, the name of Johnny Depp's character, so thank you for that. Uh, you say, Sky Patterson was saying, was saying that uh, David Yates was not signed on to direct all five. I'm sorry, I, I had read that he had been, so I guess we'll have to double-check our mm. sources there. I would read that he was going to be on there because he's going to be spending his next ten years of his life handling the Fantastic Beasts franchise. So. Yeah. Albin says Fantastic Beasts has 100%. In 27 reviews. All right. Uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see how this turns out. I'm going to go with... Uh, Let's see. I'm going to go, of course, Fantastic Beasts, Doctor Strange, Trolls. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm curious. I, I wonder if, right? I think Almost like, Christmas may, I don't oh. think, I think Almost Christmas could have a little bit of a holdover than, like, say, The Arrival. Okay. So I don't think the other two films are going to make uh, make it in the top five. I'm okay. sorry, uh, uh, guys. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Almost Christmas at four and then Arrival at five. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was our top five. And it looks like, uh, according to Albin's last check, it looks like uh, our good old uh, 17 movie has the, the most amount of votes so far. So it looks like we'll be doing The Edge of 17. Hmm. A comedy with uh, Woody Harrelson. Uh, so it be, looks like we'll be doing that. Uh, I didn't even think it was going to make my top five. So, folks, we're going to be doing mm-hmm. our box office bet. At, the way the bet works is that we're all going to make our bet. We're all going to write it down at the same time in this handy piece of paper that we have in front of us. Ugh. The person that's closest to the like actual box way. office <laughs> bet does not have to see blame the film. Blame the people in the chat and the yes. YouTube comments. I it's blame the viewers because we listen to them. on a Twitter rant later. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, thank you, Alvin. We get six votes for Edge of 17. So, yes, it is... Yeah, we are locked in. It is Edge of 17. So, yes, person who's closest to the actual total of the box office gross will not be seeing the film. They win. They don't have to see this. The one that's furthest away from the actual total will be spending a day in the theater enjoying Woody Harrelson uh, bringing this amazing comedy to life. So, let's all take a moment here real quick. Write down what we think the actual total of Edge of 17 is going to be. Actually, (laughs) Now, it's coming out in 1,800 theaters from STX Entertainment. I am. I had one guess, and then I looked at what the top five numbers were for this week. That hacksaw was five at ten, so I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. I'm probably way too low, but. All right. I'm going to regret this. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we've got our bets here. All right, Richie Sky, what do you think, sir? Twelve point one. Twelve point one. Again with the points. I love it. The Ooh. point. Yes. All right. Carrie Lang? I originally wrote 14, and I changed to 8. Ah! I changed to 8. I, I went to, with 8 as well. Oh, boy. Well, you and Quinn have the same, too. Yes, so, so uh, we'll see. Where, this yeah. is gonna, this, there's a small margin for error between Richie Sky and Carrie and myself. So. Well, yeah, it's one of those where I was like, maybe, but then if Hacksaw was number f- 5 at only 10, but I do think I said I was th- going to have him in my top 5, but I feel, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, one of those like, mm. Yeah, you <laughs> did. Um, 17, someone said 5.4 in the chat. Ouch. Six. Mm. 
Okay, I, I am curious. Uh, this was brought up in the chat, and then I want to talk about that since we're talking about what's coming out. But it's yes. not next week, but later. All right, let's so see. So there have been got a some time. big trailers that have come out recently. We have the newest Beauty and the Beast came out trailer came out. Mm-hmm. Much longer one before it was just a teaser, which was very, very short. Uh, we found the fuller uh, Ghost in the Shell trailer because there was... Um, just these really short ones, and uh, now I'm blanking on the name. Let's talk about those real quick while I look up the other name. The um, yeah, I, I watched that Beauty and the Beast one, and I started to watch it, but then I changed my mind. <gasps> Why did you change your mind? I, I, you know, it's one of those. I, either the reason I felt like this when I watched this is I immediately thought of um, Gus Van Sant's remake of Psycho, where it was almost like a shot-for-shot remake, and I was like. Well, I've already got this original. It was really well done. Why do I need to see a remade version of this? Same thing with, certainly, this is a live-action version of an animated film. But when so many of the shots seem so similar to the animated version, I'm like, you know, I love the animated version. That was just a a fantastic film. Why do I need to see the live-action? What's that going to give it to me? thinking, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah, I... You know, if you're going to do a live version of this, I want to see... Change it up a little bit? Change it up. Don't give me exactly what I've seen in the animated film. Well, they might later... Um, I I know my Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorites as I was a little kid watching Disney growing up and I don't think I cried but I know I was like oh, oh my gosh like seeing the shot for shot but I think they could maybe change a couple things up but um, it is interesting to why you'd see it again but it's another version so maybe they'll change some things um, but some of the things they changed is like how they did like the uh, Mrs. Potts and Lumiere and Cogsworth I'm like that was almost a little weird. The, like, like uh, Lumiere's legs now, and I'm like, whoa, no, it's so funny how he had to hop around. But okay, whatever. I thought the uh, yeah, seeing uh, the the pots, uh, oof, man, like seeing Chip, I was just like, it, it looked weird. It, it just like weird, like creepy faces painted. But that kind of <laughs> makes sense though, of like, would the actual material of a yeah. cut move, or is it easier to get the paint to move? Now it's. I very mean, true. it is magical, but if you're gonna go like. <laughs> I'm gesturing towards my cup with people listening. Um, th- someone said they'll do it they're in the chat. They're doing it because they'll make a lot of money. Yes, thank you, Alvin. Um, I, I don't know. I'm curious how it's going to do and like what they're going to, where they're going to go with it. But yeah. uh, but they did a, a like a Broadway show of it too. Would you be as like man? Why they do that live? Well, yeah, but, but it's but a different because it's Broadway. See that yeah, because I think by Broadway, by the nature of it, uh, it's you have yeah. to change it right. to sure. tell the story. So yes. this, yeah. Uh, uh, Adela uh, offered out a couple suggestions to you, Carrie. If you're looking by uh, in the chat, she look, uh, live by night, Patriot's Day, and Jackie. Maybe the ones that you're looking for. Some of the trailers uh, you've seen recently. No, the other one was Valerian. Because I tweeted about that one, which oh, is the yeah. new Luc Besson movie, the guy who made Fifth Element, and I'm like, oh, I keep it's seeing a articles beautiful like, You've trailer. Watch it. The trailer, not, go yeah. watch the trailer for Valerian. It looks gorgeous. And Rihanna's in it. Yes, and it just is like a really cool looking sci-fi. Like the aliens look so great, and you're just like, ah. Now, I'm excited. Uh, if, I like all his movies. <laughs> I've seen like. I think I've seen almost all of his movies. Yeah, there's moments like The Fifth Element that I really enjoy in terms of the world building, but then anytime Chris Tucker comes on, it just, my enthusiasm <laughs> just grinds Aww. to a halt. I just cannot get behind Chris Tucker in that film. Just like, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, now, in the chat, uh, Lee Jen uh, mentions that the live-action Mulan sounds like it'll be epic, and that I'll be curious to see uh, how they translate that. Yeah. Well, that's also like, I hope they don't horribly butcher casting on that. Because <laughs> I'm like, mm. well, speaking of that, I was like, going into Ghost in the Shell, um, 
Okay, so a thing, and it's one of those, just because, like, let's just have discussion, guys. Um, somebody I saw on Twitter, uh, Ghost in the Shell trailer, they're like, well, the only people who talked in the trailer were white, and everybody, all the Asian people in the trailer died. And I was like, well, technically, there is somebody who's non-white who talks in the trailer that I saw. But I just feel people, I, I mean, I, too, was a little bit like, uh, it's Japanese source material, and they've cast a white actor, but I want to wait and see. Because it's also just a body. There's more details about that character, so it doesn't really matter what the shell is for me. And I think it's, like, too many movies. Don't get all, like, tissy before you've even seen it because you don't know what they're going to do with it. That's true because certainly... Benefit of the doubt, people. The director's intent is a lot different than the marketing department's attempt. Yes. Like what they want to mm. convey yes. to you. So you can't... Don't, depending on what the marketing yeah. want to show you, you can't really cast dispersions on a film yeah. until you've seen it. Uh, speaking of that, if we're talking about movies like that, I did see like a, star, a longer trailer for the Matt Damon uh, Dragon film. Oh, The you Wall? Did? The Wall, yes. Yes, it looks good. It does. Okay, oh, like, you've turned around. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I always thought it looked good, though. But I haven't. I've yes. only seen the trailers that they've shown in the theaters. Okay, it looks bonkers, which is cool. And then you get to see, you get a little bit more idea of what Matt yes. Damon's deal is. Like he's kind of like a guy without like a cause in life, and he finds something to rally behind for these people yeah. that are fighting against these dragons. So he doesn't seem like he's like the savior of them, but he just finds like so he wants to lend a hand to their cause. So okay. and that was the one I think their campaign was not the best because then yeah, people are like, whoa, wait a minute, and then there's a new trailer, and then you're like, oh well, like, okay, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it's tough with marketing. Awesome. Yeah, because I, I can like understand you want to show Matt Damon because he's in the film, but then mm-hmm. you got you don't have that mm-hmm. much time. You want to just tease stuff out, but then so many negative reactions can be based off just that yes. teaser. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the Ghost in the Tra- Shell trailer? I have not watched. Okay. It. So you guys it. didn't chime in yet, so I'm like, okay. You're no, I haven't it. seen it. I'm, I'm gonna have to check it out. Are you leave. familiar with the source material? Nope. Oh, okay. Next, I remember seeing but like I will an AMC. Be by next Monday. You got time. Uh, that's right. He's going to be off his media fast. Yes. Uh, the Great Wall looks beautiful, but he still looks out of place. I can't take him seriously. In medieval clothes. That's from Alvin oh, there in the medieval chat. Medieval clothes, fair enough. Because <laughs> uh, well, there's other ones where it's the one person who's an outsider and he comes in and joins whatever crusade it is. But I, I get where it's like. He doesn't look right in those clothes. Yeah, and it I seems think, like it's him and, yeah. and he's got one other, uh, uh, a Caucasian man with him too, who's like, the, like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, you, you're, you're a fool to be throwing your lot in there. So we'll see. Kind of like the one person that finds sure. a cause, and the other one's like, I'm out for saving my own life. You're a dummy for doing this. Oh, someone in the chat goes, sorry, but the great, uh, I think it's Adelia. Sorry, but the Great Wall is white savior bait. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I just want to oh see uh, those sequences where you see tons of dragons storming up that wall. I just that was cool. I like the pitch you know, of like just, what were they trying to keep out besides that's what the Huns? I, like. I mean, um, I, I see people's Mulan. point. Yeah, but I still want to see it. Yes, yeah. I'd be curious. So looks like that is going to bring us towards the end of our episode mm-hmm. of Box Office Breakdown for this week, though, folks. But. As always, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and also thanks everybody for hopping in the chat. Yes. We love interacting with you during mm-hmm. the course of the show. And if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Richie Sky, where can they stalk you? You guys can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky, and I implore all of you to go see the arrival this weekend so I don't have to see it next weekend. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Wait, how does that work? <laughs> because I guess 12.1 million. Wait, no, we're talking about uh, 17. Oh, wait, that's... Yeah, go see... Say, go, uh, yeah. Uh, Damn it, I still gotta see it. Yeah. It's too late. Go see the rival, everybody. You're keep that box up as low. You're just all kinds of confused on it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and if you guys want to keep the conversation going with me, you can uh, reach out on Twitter at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And uh, same name on Instagram. 
And you can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. Uh, Richie Sky, are you going to be putting out a, a countdown clock to your media fast being over? Yes. All right, I love it. And follow Quinn at Quapshot. That's yeah, right. And uh, Quinn Skillion. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Uh, prognosticate. That, <laughs> she might not say that word like she would do it. All right, folks, we'll see you next week for another edition of Box Office Breakdown. Until then, have fun at the movies, folks. Yep. See ya. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.